Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We better talk about some music thing, and we better get the seventh caller to call you right now. Ah. 651-641-1071 must be a Niall Horan fan to want these tickets because you're not going to go for a year. We're giving these tickets 13 months out in advance. The concert is July <laughs> 7, 24. Tickets go on sale this Friday. But if you have the Speedy Fingers 651-641-1071 and are the seventh caller, you will get a pair of tickets. Awesome. So we're giving these away all week. And in music news, Taylor Swift. Wow. What is she going, has what is- sold... Five million albums since January 1st, okay? She has 14 songs on the iTunes, three versions of her Midnight's album. Yeah, on the iTunes. Three versions of her Midnight's album, all of her re-recorded Taylor version of past collections. The Eras Tour is going on. Um, A few years ago, Billy Joel said Taylor Swift is the Beatles of our time. And uh, her... Yeah, she's going to hit five million um, this week. Record and sales, album record sales. sales. Wow. Yeah, no one even comes close. Adele sold six hundred and five thousand albums. <laughs> Morgan Wallen, who's a big country star, yes, he he's just crossed four million this year. Okay, yeah. So this chapter of pop music history is Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. Um, unbelievable. And then all of her merch. Yes. Like people, it sells out. People get it in advance. She started to have new, I mean, she, she's still not going to make as much money as Beyonce. Why? Because Beyonce is going to make like a half a billion more than Taylor Jeez. Swift. Yeah. Just because she's charging more for her tickets or has no, more concerts? Similar. I think she has more dates. Okay. Um, but uh, on, um, this weekend, Ice Spice showed up at, at in New York to sing with Taylor Spice mm-hmm. on Karma. Taylor and, Spice, yeah, Taylor Ice Spice, and uh, we played it on Friday. Karma with uh, Ice rapping, and it was Ice who reached out first months ago. So even though it looked like uh, the optics of it, Taylor the mutual, reaching out, yeah, the mutual of, exploitation mm-hmm. uh, society when her boyfriend Matt Healy had said some things about Ice Spice. This collab has been in the works um, for way before this. So they want to let it be known Taylor is not swooping in to save Matt, who gave an interview today where he basically said, if anyone believes all this stuff about me, they must be mental. I didn't know we use that word anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, he really, And if people he are offended, issues. he's sorry. Yeah. 
He's something, isn't yeah. he? Oh, Taylor. Why does she even let him speak? I would be like, dude, I don't you know. can't I even asked, talk. I asked Brittany about it, and she said, Taylor will always be mother, but Matt will never be father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. He just, I, she, this is just for fun for her, don't you think? Uh, I hope so. I really have no, I think, I do, I do think that he's like just a good rebound. Just for fun, yes. But we'll see. But yeah, the, her fans are horrified by him. They do not like him at all. No, and he keeps, I don't know why he keeps speaking. If I was her, I would just say, you know, dude, let's just have fun. You don't need to speak. Everything you say will get blown out of proportion. That's right. I'm on tour right now. I'm in the news. Leave me alone harry styles broke uh the record in scotland over the weekend he had the highest selling stadium show in scotland sixty-five thousand fans well that's what beyonce had when, when what's yeah. his name called us from yeah. uh there they was were in, in sweden Stockholm? they were in sweden oh i'm sorry he was in scotland this oh, was in scotland, scotland. Okay. the highest star but boy that's a lot of people a lot of people there's a lot of concerts so janet tonight yeah janet. will probably have She'll have a good crowd. Oh, yeah, it'll be a good crowd. Um, I think, um, you know, Tuesday night after Memorial Weekend, people are ready to extend their weekend because then tomorrow will already be Wednesday and they can start planning the next weekend. weekend. Yeah. And Beyonce, she was in Paris on Friday night and Blue Ivy came out and joined her on stage and did an incredible dance. Really good. And then she also... uh, she was like, I want you guys to scream so Tina Turner can feel your love. Oh. And because they remember they performed together at the 2008 yes. Grammys, which was Tina Turner's first concert in seven years. And um, anyway, she, uh, Beyonce also ce- celebrated Tina Turner at the 2005 Kennedy Center's honor where she performed Proud Mary with Tina Turner looking on. So right. she's a, Huge fan. Um, so anyway, uh, she said, if you're a fan of mine, you're a fan of Tina Turner. So I just want to hear her so Tina can hear and feel the love. So I like that. I watched Kelly Clarkson sit down with Nancy O'Dell, who's doing interviews again, Julia, mm-hmm. and talked about recording the album Chemistry. And when, Del, Adele, when Nancy said, what was it like writing the songs? And she said, I don't know. I was just crying a lot. Like the oh. whole time. And they started working on the album after they split up. And she said, that's writing helped me make sense of the breakup. I just wrote a bunch of music. Um, Then the thinking came in about what's appropriate and inappropriate. And she was initially hesitant to release the post-divorce album as a parent. She said, there's definitely songs where mommy was angry. But I told my kids, moms get angry. And I don't polish my life and show it to my children. They see it as a whole. And so she just said to her, you know, it helped me process it. And I've got happy songs and I've got celebration songs. And I've got songs where I'm just sad that mommy and daddy don't live in the same house. Mm. Not to mention, he's got older kids from previous relationships. And she really took those kids. I know it. And she took those kids under her wing. And she said that she is moving to the East Coast because she needs a fresh start. So she's done with L.A. She's kind of done. I He broke her heart so bad. I wonder what so kind of... So uh, bad. What kind of... I, I feel like he lied to her about money, too. 
Yeah, I think you're right because he was involved. He was her manager mm-hmm. and executive producer. I mean, he really had his hands in a lot of things. And he was. They were like double charging her. Mm. Yeah. And then in other music news, I heard that Queen is going to sell their catalog and I think a billion dollars. That's what we've been hearing. A billion dollars. I think that's worth about right. Springsteen got five hundred thousand. Oh wow! Dylan three hundred. Yeah, but this is just a product of of like anything, like everything getting more expensive. Like you know, you one NFL team sells one year, and the next year it's going to sell for double that because the last one sold for. But I think a billion dollars is fair for Queen's album. (laughs) Jeez, honestly, (laughs) it's a big one. It's a big catalog. Okay, who's our winner, Grant? Wow, our winner was Susan. From Victoria. Very, 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 very excited to win. So, awesome. Susan yeah. from Victoria? Yeah, from Victoria. And she was like, what's the date again? I want to make sure I mark <laughs> yeah. this one in the calendar <laughs> since it's a year Seven, seven, twenty-four. Yes. So Susan was our winner today. So congratulations. Well, this is how far out they plan these I know. tours, I guess, or big venue tours. You know, they got to make the... This is the year of the women. Maybe next year is the year of the guys yeah, touring. Maybe, maybe. That's what it's going to be. All right, listen, we'll be right back. It's time for Random Thoughts. Hey, everybody. Lori and Julia here for Hammernick's Flooring Solutions, which is family-owned and operated for over 77 years. And if you are looking at refreshing your home, maybe you're just looking at just doing one room, maybe the downstairs, maybe you own a residential or or commercial building, you want to do some flooring, they know how to spruce up your home and make that floor pop and look like a whole new room. They're so good at it. And they have designers at their store to help you in both residential and commercial. And they've got two new stores opening later this summer. If you're in the Rochester area or in Hudson, Mm Um, But right now, you know, the flooring superstores have the largest selection of flooring in this area under one roof. And, you know, they give an upfront 12% discount on all in-stock flooring. Go and check it out. We just got new carpet today out here. And I'm just thinking it it changes everything. It changes everything. Go to Hammernecks. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, so a couple random randomness about today. Toys R Us, you know, they've gone out of business, all those Toys R Us, those big stores, Jeffrey, but they're opening, they're going to start opening in airports. A toy, I think it's kind of a good idea, isn't it? I do too, I do too. So the first one is going to be in um, Dallas-Fort Worth, so that's kind of an idea of way... They're repurposing because people still like to buy toys. Right. And there's just not that many toy stores anymore. But boy, those stores were big and they went down. Um, Well, think about it, too. If you're flying and you bring your kid along, a lot of those great convenience stores that you and I love for magazines and maybe an electronic pair of headphones don't have anything for a kid to bring on a plane. They have the airplane. They do. They have the yeah, del- yeah like the, they del- have the, the models. Wings. Yeah, you're yeah, right. they have yeah. the models. But, but I think it's a great idea. Me too. Yeah. I think this is great. So that's going to be happening. Um, if you're going to zoos this summer, there was a study that came out about what animals like you and want you to visit, and what animals don't. I love this. And um, the ones that like seeing us the most, and you've probably been the only one who has experienced this, Gloria, are elephants. Oh. Did you notice that at all? That they were friendly. Well, I mean, they, when I was in Tanzania, I mean, they just, they would walk right in front of us and were completely unbothered by us. Just not anything, you know, it was just like we were 
trees. They, That's cool. They seem less bored when groups of people are around them. Yeah. They they really enjoy They're so it. Smart, engage a little They're bit. So yes. Smart. Oh, I just want to see a baby elephant. They um, other ones <laughs> that enjoy our company include penguins, cheetahs, prairie dogs, cockatoos, grizzly bears, and polar bears. But you know, where are the monkeys? Right? They don't the say that. The, the ones monkeys, that the like the, the, those apes will sit right in front mm-hmm. of a. The window, and a kid will be stand there, and they'll just look at you with their big eyes or an orangutan. They right did not make this list. I can't believe it. But wow. the ones that hate us the most, the number one came out was ostriches. Oh, they're just mean. Mean, yeah, they're mean. Animals. They're mean anyway. <laughs> and I experienced this when we went through a drive-through zoo in England. Oh boy. It was literally, a, this is so many years ago. This is, get into a this is 20 years ago. It's like one of these safari rides. It's, was they trying no, to recreate like the No, you experience? really drive your own car. Yeah, that's what I mean. Wait, and I remember so like recreating a safari where you see all the animals from your window. That sounds like It was a, so weird. That is weird. The details are very foggy, but I remember all of a sudden the ostriches were so mean and they came up around the cars and you were very scared of them. Yeah, don't roll down your window. No, they're very... They're very mean, but nothing on here about the gorillas and the apes. Hmm. But they are the ones that do seem like they they want to talk to you the most. Um, Okay, the Mona Lisa was stolen from the Louvre in 1911 by an Italian guy named Visano Piguglia. But it wasn't recovered till three years later. And that's what helped it make it be such a famous painting. Most disappointing. It's thing the most disappointing corner at the Louvre. Yeah, <laughs> it's so is. small, and there's so many people in front of it, and you're like, "This, this is this." Stonehenge and probably the Mona Lisa. Yeah, hands boy. down, probably the two of the most disappointing big time yeah. things. The Eiffel Tower does not disappoint. No, that <laughs> doesn't disappoint. Mm-mm. The outside of the Louvre doesn't disappoint. No, but that Mona Lisa. By the time you finally get to it, you're like, you're like, oh brother. Oh, I really waited. I really waited for that. Um, it's nutty. The sun makes up 99.9% of the solar system. We knew that. Did we know that already? I feel like we did, and we forget it every time, so you can remind us once a year. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, human brains are predisposed towards distraction. 47% on average, the brain wanders during the day. That is a duh. That, I'm surprised it's not higher. I, I would At agree. At this time of the year, it's got to be high, though, in school. Your yeah. mind is oh. just wandering, wandering, <laughs> yes. wandering. Oh, I think so, too. Jeff Bezos is currently living in Kenny G's mansion oh, um, while he's waiting for his compound, his cliffside compound, to be built in Malibu. Oh. Anything else on him over the weekend? No. Nothing? No, not really. Not really. Nothing more on him. Um, All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Okay. Huh? Which is okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. It, it probably is. Okay. Um, this is This came out last week and it was um, celebrities that believe... Um, they claim to be self-made. Um, well, even though we know that we aren't, BuzzFeed came out with a list. I think this is last week. And these are some celebrities talking about how they're self-made. Lizzie, okay. Lily Rose Depp, who's in The Idol. She's not self-made. She's a Nepo baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she says, if you're not right for something, they're not going to just hire you because your name looks good on the post. Well, maybe not, but it sure doesn't hurt Lily Rose Depp. It's, that's right. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> I really do feel once your foot is in the door, you almost you have to, have work, to work twice as hard. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, Nepo babies have to work twice as hard when your parents are both famous actors or whatever. You have to work even harder. Mm-hmm. It's like nobody believes that. <laughs> um, Hallie Bieber. Kids are kids that already have a famous background are just following in their family's footsteps. My dad and all of his brothers have done this. This is my family business. She said nothing. She said that's nothing like a- because she's not acting, and that's what the family business is. <laughs> okay, I mean, have I have we seen her act in anything? <laughs> no, not- no. She really hasn't. Wasn't she the new Little Mermaid? That's it. No, no. no. Oh, Bailey, Bailey, no. Bieber, Bieber, oh, yeah, Bieber. Yeah, yeah. No, no, she doesn't act at all. No. <laughs> um, Lourdes Leon, Madonna's daughter. I want to feel like I deserve things, and not that I've just been given things. Well, I would believe that Madonna would be a strict mom. So, mm-hmm. I don't well, know. she went to Michigan, you know, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is a hard school to get into mm-hmm. and to graduate from. I believe that Kim Kardashian said that Ky- Kylie is self-made. We're all self-made. I, what? Because we came from a family that has success. Does that mean that we can't be self-made too? Oh, Kim. I know. All right, I knew. <laughs> oh, I know that was just mm-hmm. kind of like a uh, um, negative foods that are negative on your mental health. Diet, soda, alcohol, highly processed foods, candy, and other sugary foods. This basically, is everything we eat today. This is why people are in the mood today. Because everyone was drinking and eating, eating salt and fat sugar. and sugar. And now we're all discombobulated because it's Tuesday. But we're glad it's Tuesday because at least it's not Monday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. <laughs> Happy hump day. Plan the weekend. But I know more people are discombobulated today. Oh, yeah. It's, it's because off. it was just so nice oh. out. And I think we do like, we're, I. I felt like I, had I sugar, was sugar, salt, and alcohol in great abundance this weekend. So did I. Mm-hmm. I felt like there were. It was just. Yep. Yeah. No. So you are. That worries. explains the crash. No worries. Exactly. Um, Kate Middleton. Um, people always ask for their autographs. The Royals cannot sign autographs. She says, "I can't sign an autograph. I can't write my name, but I could draw you something." Which is kind of cute because they're not allowed to put their signature. King Chuck is going crazy now. He and Camilla have a new person they don't like. Who? Kate Middleton. Come on, they're not going to have any family left. Eh. Why don't they like her? Because she stole Camilla's thunder at the flower show last last week, and she's going to steal their thunder. All that everyone younger than them is going to steal their thunder. King Chuck is having trouble wrapping his hands and arms around. Isn't that crazy? He's that a they petty. Just... He's a petty biatch. Ding 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 ding. Don't forget that. My goodness. Don't forget that. <laughs> Do you think kids should have a Venmo account under sixteen so you can transfer money back and forth for parents to their kids? 
13 to 17 year olds grant. Oh, I, I, I you know what? I don't know. I say I, I, I hate that Venmo. I say yes. I love Venmo. I love Venmo. I and I too. say yes because it's the way people send money nowadays. It'll help them get used to it. But the idea of if parents can control it, they can put it's just like having an allowance bank, essentially. Yep. But they can control what they put in and then they can see what it's been transferred for a little more. Like I can't believe how people keep their Venmo accounts so public. Yeah, I keep everything private. So do I. I can't believe. I don't even have a Venmo account. We I know just, that. I just paid we somebody cash the other day. They're yeah. like, Lori, can you Venmo me $25? And I'm like, I can run over $25 to your house. How do you like that? I'm, oh, that's fine. Okay. I'll take cash all day long. I love you for that. I'll take yeah. cash all day long. I agree. Cash I'm is king. I like, oh, the pressure to get Venmo. I don't have any kids to Venmo money to. Well, this you wasn't know, for you. That, yeah. Yes, but it's even just friends. If you're going out to dinner, I one buy. I, I, I use it a lot. I use it probably once or twice a week. Yeah, I least. find it easy. Yes. But yeah. But it's the next thing that'll probably get hacked with your information, and we'll be well, sitting here like, oh, I, I want to remind people when you set it up, set it up to a different account that has a limit on how much cash is in that account. There you go. Then they can only, t- yes, yep. if it gets hacked, then it's a limited amount. Yep. Yeah, there's a tip to end that little random thoughts there with. I go. love it. Hey, here's a great testimonial from one of the parents whose son, Tim, went through the Learning Rx program. And and the dad writes, I wanted to take time to express my deepest gratitude for the incredible connection that our son's brain trainer had with him. It's evident that Kara is was the right fit for our son. Her dedication and support were just significant um, towards his growth. From the moment he joined Learning Rx, he needed someone like Kara to guide him. Along his journey of acquiring new skills, her patience, understanding, ability to tailor approach to his unique needs have been truly remarkable. We're so fortunate that she helped us. Um, Learning our ex-commitment to our son's development is a testament to passion that they do to help everybody. It is so true. Our son is just grown and thank you for your guidance and he's going to flourish and great things are coming towards him. And are going to happen for him. Let this be your experience. That's right. Call Learning RX. Mention Laurie and Julia at 952-949-6900. Uh, just a reminder, if you're going to Miss Jackson tonight at the Excel, remember they have the bag policy. You got to have the little tiny, you know. Like a clutch, right? A clutch. Yeah, clutch wristlet. But they don't measure it. No, you know? they don't. So just don't just bring your big handbag. Bring something small that you can fit a couple credit cards, a phone, and maybe you a little lipstick ca- in. Yeah, you don't need cash either. Oh, that's right. That's no right. Ca- they you don't need- take it. But you can tip with it, I think, at the bars and whatnot. But yes, they, they of won't, course. They won't take it for a purchase. No. I know. So that's just that, just a little reminder yeah. about that today. Yeah. And you're going to have some fun. Yeah, it should be a good show if I can figure out how to get my tickets. Um, <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, Lori we'll and there. I would like everyone to start printing tickets. Again, please. That's I one would too. thing. I would too. I mean, for people who like to remember, I you can... know, what they went to, it's souvenirs. It's kind of just to drag all this digital stuff. Yeah. I also wonder how it works for the scalpers. I have no idea. You know? They probably transferred to you. I, I don't even know. Lori. I'm just saying. It used I love to that be... we're worried about the scalper. Well, they I, have some hard time. As a fan of buying tickets from people. And I like a ticket. I mean. I think a lot of people do. We, we saw Tina Turner on the floor. We were up in the nosebleeds and we 
traded our tickets with two hundred dollars and we got four seats on the floor. I know. I've I've done something similar to that. So scalpers they do serve a, they do serve a good purpose when they're there for you. <laughs> yeah. When you need them last minute to get a ticket, I don't like when you have them botting up the system and taking no, all the bots. I'm talking about the but the ones that are on the street down at the venue. Yeah, heck yeah, those guys are, and they're the same I'd guys. I pay a premium just to get a paper ticket from somebody, but who the I mean, you know, you have to pay a premium to get a paper ticket if it's even an option. Yeah, that's it. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't, and if you can, you got to. It's... All right, let's thirst over thirst traps. We Ooh. got a good one today. Thank you. So Ryan Reynolds yesterday, or on Sunday, excuse me, on his Instagram story, captioned a photo. Grant posted it. And he looks like he's just sitting on a nice wooden bench somewhere. And he said, um, summer in New York makes me sorry for the way I treated winter in New York. <laughs> and then Blake Lively reposted the photo to her Instagram story and then had a warning sticker Above his head that read caution, extra spicy, as well as some hot sauce bottles. And then a little Mr. Mustacho Pepper wearing a sombrero and a cartoon animal breathing fire. <laughs> his arms look like he's been working out. Yes. He's been working out. He's been lifting some weights. He looks pretty, pretty beef. Yeah, he's uh, currently, I know they. he put out a tweet, I think, uh, the beginning of this weekend, Friday or Thursday of last week, where he was with... Um, Wolverine, I'm drawing a blank on his name. The oh, music Hugh man. Jackman. Yeah, Hugh yes. Jackman. Yeah, he said they're starting to film um, Deadpool 3 right now. Mm-hmm. And that is probably why he's all spiced up and jacked up looking good for his little red suit that he's going to be walking around in for a little That's bit. Right. I didn't see two. Oh, you should. Deadpool 2. Yeah. I saw one. I thought it was good. But mm-hmm. two is so good. He's so funny. He, there's perfect in it. Yeah. He really, if you think of everything, like he bought that cellular phone company. Yeah. Meant. Sold it for gazillions. Mm-hmm. He has the booze. He has the soccer team that ends up winning in their first year season to go yeah. to the next level. I mean, he really is... Got the golden touch. Other than Green Lantern. Uh-huh. Other than the Green Lantern. Lantern. Right, so he <laughs> can't be right all the he can't. time. In he the, makes fun of himself for that one. And Johansson. Yes, yes, that was it. Yes, yes. That was That was a bleep. That was a bleep. That was it. That was the weirdest marriage. So apparently you said that Little Mermaid made like... $185 million worldwide and 117 domestically over the long weekend. Yes, $68.3 million international and 117 here in the domestic box office. Wow. Well, you know what movie went straight to video after one week in the theater was Ben... Affleck was directed in Robert Rodriguez hypnotic. Oh yeah, I never even. I even can't even believe they put it out in movie theaters. The total take was four point seven million, and um, you know, hypnotic didn't hypnotize anyone. But Ben had a big hit with Air, and that's gonna, you know, I think will be going to the Oscars. And um, unfortunately, Julia Julia Louis Dreyfus's "You Hurt My Feelings," which is a terrific. Little movie, according to all critics, um, uh, one point three. It bombed. It bombed. One point three. It's eighth place in the domestic. Now that didn't include Monday. I don't believe that was. This doesn't have Monday's numbers, but it was an eighth it's place because a grown-up movie probably doesn't shouldn't get released Memorial Week. No, thank you. And there was there was ninety-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, no, people love that. Love yeah. this movie. And a yeah. twenty-four is the studio that put it out, and they usually do a pretty good job. But we only saw Julia Louis Dreyfus do a couple of interviews. I'm sure she would have been on more late night thing, but. I would question putting out 
a movie like that at Memorial Weekend. It seemed like next weekend would be exactly you know totally. like this would be a movie I'd like to go to with my mm-hmm. mom or something. But right. we wouldn't go on Memorial Weekend. It's to still see. in theaters. It is. It mm-hmm. is. You can still see it. And it's tough to compete against. I mean, Little Mermaid, a live action remake of that. I wouldn't put any movie out on a weekend where you've got that because any it's just an easy way to split with kids and adults because it hits both patterns yeah so that one's going to so be an give easy that a chance next weekend yeah. if it's like really hot out or raining and you want a grown-up movie yes. um this is a regular understandable movie told in one universe <laughs> <laughs> well said and then uh it's got tobias you know Lindsay. <laughs> yes. yeah yeah we love him no kidding um, and then Jennifer Garner uh, spent part of Memorial Day weekend at Disneyland on Sunday with her daughter and uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez's, Lopez's daughter. child, Emmy. Just the three of them went. The other kids sweet. did. I know. Healthy. I love it. I do, too. Yeah. I think it's super sweet. Yeah. So, And she's, you know, probably happy that her daughter seems to be close with Emmy because they're like a year apart. Yeah, I would think so too. I went back to the last thing he told me on Apple. Yeah. Oh, did you finish? I've got one left. I like it. Even though I know how it's going to end and everything, I forgot a couple parts of it because I read the book about a year ago. It's, I thought it was good. It picked up. It it hit hard in the beginning. So you went back. I did. Yeah. And well, Lily and I, it's the one of the few that we like together. Yeah. And so then we went back or we didn't go back, but we just kind of paused for a second, slowed down a tab, but it has really picked up and i didn't read the book lily didn't read the book so we are we've got what two left i think yeah it's good i think people would like it yeah um anyone in napa this weekend that they didn't tell us about forgot Mm. to go forgot to go well there was a rock festival in napa and keanu reeves performed with his band dog star yes and he it's been 20 years since his band performed (laughs) i didn't know that yeah keanu brett and rob uh, they they got back to jamming during the pandemic, and so they're writing new songs, and uh, they did try a few new tracks on stage, and it's a throwback and a comeback, but it's not the only Keanu throwback that's getting attention because the Cannes Film Festival closed on Sunday night. Grant posted a photo of Kate Beckinsale looking like a vision of like an ice capades dancer meets a burlesque dancer. She's beautiful. But they worked together, Kate and Keanu worked together on Much Ado About Nothing, which screened in Cannes in 1993. Denzel, Keanu, and Kate Beckinsale were all in that movie, and she shared a photo of the cast. Um, I don't remember seeing that. Much Ado About Nothing. Yeah. I think Kenneth Branagh directed it, and I can't remember who else was in it. It was good. I remember it. It was just, you know, 1993. It's a long time ago, and I was actually single and mingling. I was so, married. Yeah. It was a year in. Yeah. No, she's really pretty. Yeah. She really does look like an ice skater, the last dancer. It really does. <laughs> but gosh, she's pretty. Yeah, she's wearing a Zuhair Maraud ensemble. And um She looks good. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she really she's is. gorgeous and she's snapping back at, at people who are saying to her, You can't possibly look this good at fifty. She looks good. Uh, you she know what? Fifty? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's gorgeous. I look back at pictures at me in 50 and I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I said, oh, and the other movie that they redid that they screened at Cannes last week was um, what's called the work, the X-rated 
worst film in history. And Helen Mirren was in it. It was Caligula. Oh, okay, and yeah. 44 years after she starred in this sex and nudity-filled chronicle of Roman, the Roman Emperor's rise and fall, they re-edited the movie um, because it was like Sir John Gielgud was in it, and he was delighted by the film Caligula, um, in which he starred alongside Helen Mirren, Malcolm McDowell, and Peter O'Toole. He was 75 when it was released in 1979 and he said um he'd seen it three times i loved it my first pornographic film but almost everyone else absolutely hated that they were in that movie helen mirren said it was like showing up at a nudist camp every day (laughs) and malcolm mcdowell then at the peak of his fame was attracted to the project because it was written by Gore Vidal. Oh, for crying out loud. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so I don't know if the new cut got any better, but uh, Helen Mirren is absolutely gorgeous in that movie, but everybody is naked through the whole damn thing. Have you seen it? Uh, You (laughs) You know, you haven't seen it. I've never, I've never seen it that I can recall. Um, I feel like one time Casey tried to find it on... Mm-hmm. on demand or something and we couldn't find it so i don't know it's really you're there for the nudity would be why you'd watch it you're there for the nudity <laughs> stay for the rest yeah mm-hmm. all right we're all gonna right. take a quick break all right everybody it's Lori and julia here for first equity mortgage uh david and his team can help you find solutions depending on what you're trying to do right now. If you're a first-time home buyer, you really need to be in the know. They will help get you up to speed. I just take saw care thing, of you. I just saw a thing in the um, it was on the more one of the morning shows about how there are some. Uh, this might be the best time now for first-time homeowners because of some of the mortgages that they are making available to people who've never owned a home before right and so david and the team will be up to date on what some of those new program loan programs are in case you're wondering absolutely and call them at 763-251-8000 you know kelly and mitch gave us a testimonial that they're just wonderful to work with informed made sure we understand what we were doing our mortgage would recommend always to friends and family they are so knowledgeable let them make it easy for you. That's First Equity Mortgage. All right. What is the meaning of this? So uh, Lisa Rinna is on the cover of a magazine I've never heard of, which is fine, called ES. Mm-hmm. And um, Extra special. Yeah, something. I think it's mm-hmm. a French magazine. But she said um, that the reason that she quit the Real Housewives show... Well, she was fired. Yeah, she was fired. Mm -hmm. But she said um, that she and her family got death threats, and they're still getting death threats. And she said, I didn't want to live like that. And so Harry and I discussed it and decided. I like her revisionist history. (laughs) I think, you know, if you don't want to remember a bad time, and you can just change it to be like, we made a decision as a family. We didn't want to live like this. It was best for everybody. Yeah. Voila. Voila. Mm Mm-hmm. That's completely different than what all of us know. Yes, it is. And she also said that she had a dream from her mom who told her it's time for her to go. And a psychic did also tell her, yes, your mom does want you to leave the show. (laughs) When I think about, because earlier we had on Kara Alloway, uh, who wrote the book. Most Hated. Most Hated, about kind of a housewife situation. She actually was a real housewife of, of Toronto for one year. 
I think it would, and she talked about her anxiety through, I think it would be, I, why would anyone go on these shows? Money. Yeah, I know. But money, boy, money, 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 you got to make a lot. For Lisa Renna, I don't know why she stayed so long. Eight years because she was getting a good paycheck, yeah. almost a million dollars. She looks so foolish at you, the end. Well, you know? she did. She bought into a lot Ugh. of her own hype and That's, got a distorted, I think, vision of herself. And mm-hmm. speaking of the Bravo universe, Andy Cohen, um, he said... Um, he was on a show this morning. He said, talking about the Scandaval, the Sandoval, Scandaval, the Vanderbilt. He said, uh, listen, Tom made a mistake. He's still a person. The fan hatred is out of control. I hope it's dying down for his sake. The, the Real Housewives fans are rabid. Mm-hmm. Both sides. And mm-hmm. the Vanderpump, I mean... He's really, I guess. And it, this is affecting like his business, his Tom's stuff, isn't it? I mean, Andy's just saying, take a chill, people. He's a guy. Uh, listen, I think that he doesn't own any of Tom Tom. That's Lisa and Ken. Okay. Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval. We're just the faces kind of maybe got a consulting Lisa fee. Lisa loaned them each $50,000 to own 5% okay. of it. And then she paid them back. And now she owns all of it. Do you but think this kid has business? Oh yeah. Tom, Tom. Do you think this guy is a road to redemption? People Scandal? have affairs all the time. I this know. whole cast has screwed each other. I know. Why he's, are they being so bad to him? Well, he was living with someone for nine years. That's yes, why. and yeah. he screwed her best yeah, friend. That's These situations reason. are very bitter and end <laughs> up in a, flames. That's a bad one. Ends in tears and flames. That's a bad one. Uh, Jane Fonda was at the last night of the Cannes Film uh, Festival presenting the Palme d'Or. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a person who knows how to get press. It's Jane Fonda. She's no been kidding. No for kidding. 70 years in this business. She had a lot to say um, uh, during a session called Rendezvous with Jane Fonda. And I think my favorite thing that. Uh, she said was that, um, and she's done like four movies with Robert Redford. Yes, she has. And she just said that he, she was in love with him. She was in Barefoot in the Park, The Electric Horseman, Our Souls at Night, which mm-hmm. was, and I don't know what the fourth one, but she said he does not like to kiss and he's always in a bad mood, but I love him anyway. <laughs> and, and I love 40 years later putting you on blast, but she was mm-hmm. in 2017. And then she said um, about Michael Douglas, her co-star in The China Syndrome, she said, Michael doesn't like me, but he possesses the diplomatic skill to hide it. I love that. A tactful style that she says she lacks. And you know why? Because she's 85. Yeah. And you really have zero I love, to give. I love that she said that Michael doesn't like me, but he at least is classy enough to hide it. Yeah. And then when she... I pre- think I really like that. Yeah. When she presented the palm to or to Justine Treat, the third woman to win the prize. What started out normally turned bizarre when Jane lobbed the scroll that she opened that announced her as the winner. And the movie that won was called Anatomy of a Fall. And she gave her the prize and then she wanted to give her the scroll that said Sad. that she won. You're the winner. And after Triette accepted the award, gave a heartfelt, heartfelt speech, she's walking back and Jane winds up and lobs the thing and it hits her in the back of the head. Okay, it's that's just funny. a piece of paper. But I'm like, good arm, Jane. Mm-hmm. 
It's a good arm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, she's. Uh, I love that about Jane. She'll she just really, say anything. she really has, and I don't think Robert Redford would care that she said any of this either. No. Be- yeah. I don't Please, Hollywood so. speak. Why Kanye West is making his girlfriend wife go outside wrapped around her head like a t-shirt, <laughs> like a mummy. What is two that? things? She yeah. could have just had a facelift. <laughs> just okay, she's thirty. Well, he oh. could have had her do some augmentation. Who knows? Mm. I mean, it's one idea. I mean, because she really is wrapped up like a mummy. Or she is wrapped it. Or like attention because a- it's too hot for him to wear the mummy mask better on her. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. This is the second time he's made her wrap. A he's embarrassed of her. Of we her don't head. even know if it's her. It could be someone else. Oh, That's no, it's her. it's her. She's got... We can see her boobs. You get okay, the but a lot of people very, have boobs. Yeah, mm. but that her body's pretty recognizable. You can recognize that yeah. it's she's thin with big boobs. I, Someone said she looks like Pete Davidson with boobs. There was that meme going around. You know what? Someone I combined. See it. <laughs> I kind of see it though. Yeah, me too. The short blonde hair. Yeah, I kind of see oh, it. Oh boy. Okay, John Stamos was on a podcast last month, and he. Talked about, you know, we oh, knew he yeah. had a no mercy man trauma about Mary Kate and Ashley. He got them fired as babies because they were crying. Yeah, they're too annoying <laughs> on set. <laughs> okay, and then the new babies came and he thought they were homely. And so they went back to the original kids. <laughs> he thought they were homely. I'm sorry. And oh, yeah, no, I this. he said, when I did Fuller House, they didn't want to come back. And I was angry for a minute and that got out. Did that get out? Did we know that I they think, had turned it down? Yeah, we I knew think that. We yes. Yeah. Well, because I mean they didn't show up and it was everybody I was very in tune with this story. And when it was coming back, when I found out that they weren't gonna be a part of it, you were less interested. I was way less interested. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I want everybody and I honestly never tuned into one second of what's called Fuller House because yeah. they weren't a part of and what I say when I say a part of, it was just that first episode. Where yeah. every even you know everybody came back for one episode. They weren't asking them to come back for the whole season. It was just like everybody appear in this one episode together, so we can give it off to the. Well, new how ge- did the Olsen kids get out of Stamos's doghouse? Not once, but twice. How? Danny Tanner. That's right. He when, probably when he died. The TV dad. When Bob um, Saget, Saget yeah. died, that brought them everyone to, together. That brought them yeah. back together. In fact, he said that Mary Kate and Ashley. They were like, we loved being with you. We miss Bob. And when they were in town for the funeral, they came over to my house. They brought a pork chop and sage. I don't know why, but thank you. It was a frozen frozen pork chop. So that was really nice. So we stayed very close. That is like the weirdest bizarre. bizarre. Thank you. What, that is, what is she talking about? I have about? no idea. But I bet they felt bad that they weren't ended and then Bob Saget dies. I mm-hmm. bet they felt bad. I mean, yeah. you know, because here they, they didn't want to be in it. And then it was their last opportunity to make him happy, you know, kind of. And they probably and they, loved Bob. I'm sure he they did. He was the one who helped everyone kept the cast said, together. He, everyone has said he is was hands down the guy. The guy. Yeah. yeah he, he would was. call Stephanie Tanner, the, who played the girl who played Stephanie. I can't remember her name. He would call her. They wouldn't talk for a month at a time, but he would randomly leave a voicemail of just a positive encouragement to her and keep keep up the good work and. He was truly the heart of that show. Mm. Oh. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back.